be uh, lax with foreigners, but it's an intricate language. Okay, good evening. We're broadcasting live a couple minutes late. I just got off the phone with uh, a man who is going to help us this Sunday. So he owns a Thai restaurant in Dundas called Bangkok Spoon. Uh, free advertising for him. Uh, but he's a really nice guy and he's uh, been a supporter of the monastery in Stony Creek. And so I told him we're opening a new monastery near McMaster, asked if he would come uh, and maybe bring some food for the monks. And he said he's going to Toronto on Sunday, so he won't be able to come. But he said he will send his wife in his stead. So I was talking Thai to him and Robin, and I were just, Robin recognized some of the words. But uh, you can't take me as an example. We were talking because the words I use, because monks are on a higher level than lay people. So I use words that you would actually normally reserve for talking to very young people. I could never use those words for a monk. So I say kapjai to him. Most monks don't even say kapjai, though it's the way my teacher talks, so I kind of, it's a fairly familiar, if you want to, for a monk, you would have to say, you know, for, to be formal like a monk, you would have to say just anumotana, which means anumodana, right? Or you would say jalanpan, which, it's quite formal. I do that sometimes. Jalanpan, jalanpan is like yes, but it's very, very formal way of saying yes. Anyway, so that's good news. Uh, this Sunday looks like it's going to work out well. Today we had our first meditation group on campus. And maybe I can show you a picture for those of you who don't avidly follow my every move on Facebook. Here's the picture. Let's see if we can get this up here. Screen share. There, you see that? Oh, very nice, yes. Oh, that didn't work. Thanks. Oh, ah, there's the other one. Very nice. Looks like a nice campus. Yeah, it's a nice campus. I mean, it, it, they, people come here to have weddings and stuff because it's fairly green. Right behind the university is a big nature reserve. Because of how awful Hamilton is, um, they, they tried to offset it by making lots of natural preserves. You know, the chemicals in the water and stuff probably limit the efficacy of that activity, but nonetheless, good on them. So yeah, we had, um, let's see, count them here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Looks like nine there. Let's, let's go back here. Oops. There. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Plus me is twelve. This is just, this is when I was just demonstrating how to practice. 
and just explaining and had them close their eyes and, and sitting. So it took about an hour and it was everyone was quite happy with it. This girl on the left, Michelle, she's uh, she's an old 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 time meditator. She's been to Thailand and her parents are Thai. I think maybe her father's Laotian, I'm not sure. And this guy, he said he would join our executive. These two showed up late, but were you know very, very keen. That was awesome. Uh, this is our president of our organization, sitting full lotus. Um, not Buddhist, but very interested in Buddhism. I think that's how it is. Jordan, I don't remember his name. Jennifer. Jennifer's, I think, Vietnamese background, but she's, I met her in, where is it, Lao? I can't remember. But she's, but the reason I say is because she, she comes to Stony Creek, or she's been, I met her at Stony Creek. Uh, I don't remember his name. Shoot, bad with names. Too many names, too many people. I should remember some of their names. Anyway, so that's that. Everyone, I share it with you. Why? Because you share good deeds with each other so everyone can appreciate them. Because when you appreciate the good deeds of others, even though you didn't, you weren't involved with the good deeds, then you get goodness. Goodness comes to you. It's called patanumodana maya punya. Punya that comes from rejoicing in the charity of others. Patanumodana. Something like that. I'm not quite sure when you anamodana when you rejoice in the goodness of others this is this is goodness it's goodness just to rejoice in the goodness of others so you talk about how great it is to be charitable and kind to others but when you appreciate the kindness and the goodness of others that in and of itself is goodness so if you appreciate the appreciation of others, you see, it's just an endless stream of goodness. Goodness is not that difficult, you know. Cultivation of goodness. We should talk more about that. Goodness is very important. So I, I did say earlier that charity is, uh, is not a part of the path. I think it has to be said. We have to be clear. We don't want to mistake charity for 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 the buddha's teaching like right for the path of the buddha it's not the path that leads to cessation of suffering but it's important because of the benefits that it gives you the the, the encouragement that it gives you but you know christians can be generous and, and non-buddhist people not seeking ibana generosity is, is uh, can lead you in other directions like to heaven Well, the weirded out people probably didn't show up. But it was nice um, because you can see it's it's right in the middle of campus. So when people get off class, they walk right by us and it was quite active. That was the one thing I was concerned that it might not have been the greatest venue. But on the other hand, we talked about it and um, 
you could also argue that it's good to to um, for good for people to see meditation to be reminded of meditation and another part of that is that because it's new we wanted to let people know that it's happening in case they were interested in joining and indeed two or three people i think in that group uh, just jo joined just because they saw us and on top of that it was like a nice day out so we needed we, we thought great to meditate outside and it's useful to practice in a place that's not so quiet because you can uh, it helps you to incorporate the meditation into your life to become better able to deal with distractions so anyway tonight we have a quote robin would you address the honor of reading that Yes. Goodness. Every time you read those quotes, goodness comes to you. Anumodana. Anumodana. There are these four powers. What for? The power of mindfulness, the power of concentration, the power of innocence, and the power of unity. The power of innocence. That's my favorite. I had to look at the Pali because I'm like, does it really say that? It does. Anawajabala. Bala is power. Ana, ana is is means no no an means no wajja or awajja ana wajja wajja why is it oh, ana is, is negative right uh, instead of awajja it's ana wajja yeah innocence doesn't seem to be a word that we come across all that often in the yeah. scriptures does it no kind of um it's usually translated as um blamelessness or freedom from okay. fault because wajja means fault so faultlessness so we do come across it but not as innocent see he's, he's doing well as a translator in terms of making it a palatable approachable you know, understand easily understandable by english speakers which is a great service so innocence really gets the point across much better than freedom from fault or blamelessness even innocence i mean it's actually not a literal translation because anawajja is negative it's it's a, a negative of something like not being something so like blamelessness or freedom from fault or faultlessness but uh, innocence does sound nice so the power of mindfulness let's go through these why is mindfulness powerful mindfulness is the ultimate solvent all the stickiness all of our attachments uh, fade away it's like the ultimate power it's a it's the most powerful thing um, because it's it's un it's invincible and there's nothing that can hurt you if you're mindful if because you don't react mindfulness means not reacting that's the meaning power of concentration is different concentration not as powerful i would say although it depends because jhana is concentrate the highest concentration is jhana and it's very powerful worldly jhanas like samatha jhanas are very powerful they say even fire and weapons if you enter into the jhana it's a legend i don't know if it's really true but apparently you can't um a weapon won't you can be shot or something and you won't get hurt 
be an interesting thing to test though. have people go into jhana and shoot them with shoot them to see if they get hurt maybe shoot them with rubber bullets or something it's probably not punya unless they were a willing participant um but that's about there's this there's a power to it nonetheless i mean regardless of that you can say uh, emotions don't arise so mindfulness we say it makes you invincible well concentration also makes you invincible but it's more of a, a avoiding because you don't hear right so mindfulness you hear if someone calls you nasty names you hear it but it doesn't you don't react to it concentration is not non-reactivity it's it's the transcendence so you're not there to hear it. Your mind isn't at the ear. Your mind is focusing on the Buddha or it's focusing on Metta or it's focusing on something else. Uh, that's worldly jhana. Now, Lokutra jhana is another uh, jhana concentration, but it's super mundane. It's The focus is Nibbana. The object of the jhana is Nibbana. So... Um, at that time, it's also not non-reactivity. It's you don't hear because there's no hearing in nibbana. So that's the power of concentration. It's total avoidance, total escape. So worldly, and worldly, uh, temporary, super mundane is stable, solid. So an arahant, even after they come back from nibbana. They will live their lives, but they, what would you say there? I think you'd still say that was mindfulness, not concentration. Because there they actually will hear again. But they're, they're perfectly mindful, so they don't react. That's not concentration. But the jhanas are concentration. The power of innocence um, lies in one's ability to know that when accused of something, right, you, you have done nothing wrong. People who get upset when others um, accuse them of impropriety or call them nasty names will have to will tend to be those people who actually have done something wrong. When you get outraged, you know, someone who is outraged because people call them nasty names, it's a sign that they're not sure of their own innocence. So maybe they, they, they know they're innocent in that specific instance, so they get outraged about it. But if they were truly innocent, it wouldn't bother them. There's a power to innocence. And you know that you, you, you are a good person, right? Not just innocent in this one particular case. Innocence really means, uh, in the true sense, uh, being a good person. Good people don't have to, don't get upset when others accuse them. Or, you know, and the power of simply not feeling guilty. This is a great power. When you sit in meditation, when you're alone, when you when you speak in public, yeah? you speak in public, if you're sure of yourself, there's two ways of being sure of yourself. You can pretend to be sure, you can exude this confidence, or you can truly have done nothing wrong, in which case you're perfectly happy to go in front of people and talk about anything. Uh, when people debate you, attack you, argue with you, if you're innocent, if you know you're right, because you are right, 
then you can there's two ways again you can think you're right and be wrong and so you have no problem arguing because i'm right or you can really be right the problem is if you're not right and you think you are then someone can debate you argue with you and show you that you're wrong and then your whole confidence crumbles the power you lose the power but you can't lose the power if you're right and you know you're right on the other hand if you if you're right and are confident there there's you don't have the power but that is often because you have been wrong before and you're not you're, you you know uh, you have faults you're flawed you feel guilty or you feel unsure of yourself and so it's easy to doubt even when you are right innocence brings confidence and it brings stability of mind no guilt no remorse and the power of unity i didn't have enough time to really look this up sanghahambala sanghanhita sanghanhita It says here it means showing kindness, helping. Sanganha calls it Sanganhita. Hita Bayuttakana. Sanganha. Sanganhana. Sanganhana. Which means showing kindness. power of showing kindness i guess the sense here how it relates to unity is um of of harmony and so the power of sangaha sangaha means being connected collection inclusion well it can also mean kindness disposition hmm so I think we have to go with that instead. It's not Sangaha in terms of being connected. We're gonna we're gonna say that he's got a wrong wrong translation here. Well, according to the commentary, you see, some people disagree with the commentaries. Think the commentaries are just making stuff up, which you know sometimes you gotta wonder whether they're interpreting things or you know whether they're actually um, being strictly. Etymological, etymological, or, or you know, strictly, how do you say it? Or whether they're interpreting, whether they're interpreting or not adding meaning. But in this case, we go by the commentary. The commentary says sangaha, which it can mean, means sangganha, which means kindness. And there's a great power to kindness. Kindness is powerful. It makes you friends. It uh, is is blameless. You know anyone who blames you for it, it it returns back to them. You know, for a good person, when you attack a good person, it's like a boomerang. The the uh, the negative effects come back and attack you. When you attack a good person, you say bad things about them. When you try to destroy them or hurt them, you only make them more powerful. People only love them more because they see you. This is a big thing that people don't realize when they criticize. 
this one teacher, or it's a common thing in Thailand to say, when you point your finger at someone, three fingers are pointing back at you. Right? You see these three? So you, you, you do more damage to yourself when you point your finger at someone. So kindness is powerful in that way. If you're a kind person, a good person, awesome things happen. Your life becomes better, happier. You become more content and more at peace with yourself. And you have you have great power. It's got, it gets to the point where Buddhists sometimes use it to gain power and influence, where they'll do good deeds just because of how it looks to others. You know, there are people who do this because it looks good and there's, they do grand donations and um, it somehow bring and it does bring them some power in a, in a worldly sense it's highly unsustainable it's not the thing that's going to bring them to heaven for sure or lead them closer to nibbana but they use this and it's like a currency currency of gifts it's really kind of weird celebrities do that too it seems like yeah right but it's it's it gets to strange proportions in Buddhism. Mm. Much um, because it's hard to let your let it go and rely upon the power of goodness to let go of this this need for to get something back. You know, so you think what am, what what do I get out of it? Right? And you can't just let go and realize that the goodness will take care of itself. Goodness is good just for itself. Okay. Uh-oh. I don't think we have 50% green, Robin. No. Either that or the people with orange names have especially long names, so it proportionally looks more. Like there's someone named the Emperor of Ice Cream. So maybe it's just longer names that are orange, but I think you're right. I think everyone should do 10 minutes of meditation right now. Let's, let's say that. We're going to take okay. a 10 minute break for everyone to do 10 minutes of meditation. Okay. All right. And then we'll come back and answer some questions. Okay. So 10 minutes. Everyone has, and that means you have to actually click. You, you who are logged in, you have to scroll down and either do five minutes walking, five minutes sitting, or 10 minutes walking, or 10 minutes sitting. You can do more if you want. But we're going to take a 10 minute break to allow those people who are orange to get their green on. Okay, I have to turn something on. I'll be right back.
Okay. That was 10 minutes. Now we're mostly green. If you're stubborn oranges out there. They might be at work. Uh-huh. Could be. All right. I guess it will pass this time. Anyway, I think that's mostly people who meditate with us normally. Yes. Except Emperor of Ice Cream, no meditation history. Michael, meditation history. Good. And Anthony, he's meditated with. Leela is joining us from Thailand. Good morning, Leela. All right. So, questions. Venerable Yutadamo, when I meditate somewhere halfway, I get the urge to do something. Move my hands to somewhere, shift my posture, anything just to move. Where does this almost irresistible urge arise from? Thank you. So, restlessness, it's... I think we'd call that udacca, or yeah, and it's associated with energy. People who are active, who have the habit of um, activity, you know, sports, um, physical exertion, all of these things, people who are into that, it uh, cultivates this inability to sit still. Once said. Um, a woman who had this so bad that she just got up. I think it was also her own meditation condition. It was. It was probably had to do with concentration and her her state of mind. But she just had to get up and run around, like walk very very quickly, not run, but walk very very quickly around the monastery. Um, we've had sport people who have practiced sports in the past, played sports, or big into sports. They have a hard time sitting still. In addition to mindfulness, what other factors help in realizing reality? Um, well, there's three factors, atapi and sampajano and satima. Atapi is the effort, sampajanya is the clarity of mind or the, the awareness of the object and sati is reminding yourself this is this is this that is that seeing is seeing hearing is hearing when you say seeing seeing or hearing Bhante, would it be appropriate for you to volunteer, perhaps on behalf of the Buddhism Society, to give a seminar on meditation to the university faculty? I feel like that's something academics would dig and it could help spread the word. Yeah, I'm not really into volunteering to teach. If they want me to teach, they'll invite me, no? I read a really cool article um, from Brown University in Rhode Island. They have meditation labs and they work meditation into uh, the curriculum for, I think it was for students that are in the, the medical um, pre-med and so forth. I should dig that 
that article out. It was really, really interesting. But they have the meditation labs in between classes, and all the students can go. So it's really just part of their part of their day there. Realization is occurred. Realization has occurred naturally. We just have to mindfully observe phenomena that occurs at the moment. That's it. Yes. Ponte, what is your opinion on having extra senses, being extrasensory, seeing auras, etc.? Is this healthy wisdom or dangerous emotion? I don't think it's either. It's not wisdom. It's just, it's abhinya. So in a sense, it's higher knowledge, but it's not wisdom. It's based on concentration. Um, yeah. Emperor of ice cream, could you stay on after the after the session and we'll try to figure out what's going wrong? No, you don't need to pick it. You don't need to pick a, um, a sound that shouldn't make a difference mm -hmm. But we can figure out what's wrong. It may be your username. It may for some reason not like your username Too long or something. I don't know not sure what's wrong. But we can figure it out. I have no more questions. Okay, well, no more questions. That's because everyone did meditation, you see. Meditation yeah. answers your questions. It's true. The more meditation, the less questions. Okay, so let's quit. I'm going to figure out this, figure this out with this person who has named themselves Emperor of Ice Cream. Thank you, Bante. Thank you, Robin. Good See night. You. Good night. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Good night.